0: 624 on a glorious day for talk radio here it is uh, a week and a day away from the legalization of pot we're going to talk about that after the bottom of the hour because well, we want to know that the province has got their ducks in a row as well as a uh, personals uh, you know this is the the kind of thing where transactions that are being made illegally up until now would you change your supplier you know a lot of people might feel loyalty to the person who you know Saw them through high school, university, and maybe into professional life. I don't know. It's like I I was... Surmising earlier, a lot of women feel guilty, for example, cheating on their hairdresser, going to a different salon. It racks them with guilt. And uh, so I'm just going to ask that question, as I say, at the bottom of the hour. There were other attendants, serious, more serious questions. Actually, we asked the premier. He joined us in an hour two. 100 days in office now and amidst uh, much fanfare and foofer on accomplishment. I might add they're having a big soiree as we speak at the Woodmine Banquet Hall. Haven't been up in those parts since, uh, well, they lost the slots at Woodbine Racetrack, but now they're back, and now they've got table games as well. So I guess the whole area in the GTA is going to be replete with uh, gaming and horse racing, too. Ajax Downs, the latest installment, it will be maintained as a facility that you've come to know and love, and this was a contentious issue during the campaign back there in the late spring, whether or not it would be subsumed by the Pickering uh, live establishment that's going to have a casino as well. Well, Rod Phillips is the point man on this. He's, of course, the Minister of the Environment, Conservation, Parks, and the former President and CEO of the Ontario Lottery and Gaming Corporation. He's joined the Oakley Show this afternoon here at Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Mr. Phillips, good to have you on the program. Good afternoon.
1: John, great to be with you. And don't forget the MPP from Ajax. So a really big day today for us to uh, to be hearing that uh, the slots at Ajax Downs, and that, of course, means the quarter horse racing at Ajax Downs. Is going to continue.
0: And so you're saying they can coexist with the Pickering Casino that's coming online?
1: Yes, and that that was the proposal I made during the campaign. I said that uh, we should look very closely at the idea of two facilities. You know, sometimes people want one kind of entertainment option, and sometimes people want another, and uh, and that kind of variety, I think, makes for a better experience for people, and, you know, today what we were able to share with people in Ajax and people across Durham is that, of course, Durham Live is going to go ahead, and that's going to mean thousands of jobs, but the Ajax uh, Downs facility, which has, you know, been there for 50 years and been a slot facility, very profitable slot facility for a dozen years is going to remain as well
0: when is Durham live by the way going to be operational
1: you know, that is uh, that is coming, uh, you know, soon. They're going through that process. And in the meantime, you know, the Ajax Downs facility has been one of the most successful of the OLG facilities. Um, it's been great for the town of Ajax. Mayor Steve Parrish talked today about how $80 million had gone from the facility into the uh, into the community. And, you know, as I mentioned, it's also been the centre for quarter horse racing. So it's a specific kind of racing, and, and that's going to be preserved. And, you know, when, when you're from Ajax, the Downs has been a place where we have our Canada Day celebrations, our Durham Caribbean, Korean, Caribbean Festival celebrations, all those sorts of things. So it's a it's a it was a big deal for it to be announced to be staying today.
0: Absolutely, uh, a stay of execution, as it were. But will you maintain status quo, augment uh, the offerings? How
1: will that work? You know, the the plan is that uh, that the number of slot machines won't be go go below five hundred slots. Um, and I think that's uh, that. Uh, obviously the folks at OLG are the ones who, who did the work to determine that that was the right number. Um, and that means that the town will continue to get uh, get revenue, an important source of revenue. But just as importantly, it means that it can be preserved as a racetrack. You know, the quarter horse racing is really important in the Durham region. 1,700 people work in quarter horse racing. The folks who support the horses, not just the jockeys and the people at the track. So, you know, this is a good thing for Durham um of course the durham live facility is going to be important in terms of adding jobs um but uh but very positive and you know I got to remind folks the previous government had had of course you know pulled the slots said that they were going to be cancelled. That was going to cause the facility to close. So this is a happy day in Ajax.
0: Yeah, I was going to say, because the two now seem to go hand in glove. Look, I remember when Woodbine lost their slots, and suddenly it was a game changer, and there were a lot of people in the horse industry in the province uh, who were absolutely absolutely devastated. Uh, Do you recall? I mean, that...
1: And Premier Ford, you know, he committed to he committed in terms of Ajax and Pickering to look for a solution that would work for both. He also committed to preserving the slots of racetrack program that was so important to the horse racing industry. So this was another case of promise made, promise kept by, by Premier Ford. And I'm actually, you know, I'm John. I'm sitting here in Etobicoke. You mentioned at the uh, at the uh, the event tonight. He just walked by, so I'm just waving him, him as he speaks. So I think he's he's, he's going to be going out there and uh, and uh, and talking to what looks like a huge crowd about uh, all the things that uh, we've accomplished in the first 100 days. And I can tell you, working for him, I think it's going to be a busy second 100 days as well.
0: All right. And what would you cite? I asked him earlier when he was on this program as uh, his chief accomplishment in the first 100 days or thing for which you maybe be most proud. What would it be? In your eyes,
1: I I, overall, you know, certainly dealing and starting to deal with just the cost of living things like getting rid of the cap and trade carbon tax, you know, seeing the price of gas go down. Those are things that I'm certainly proud of. I know he's proud of the hydro rate cuts. But I got to tell you, John, the biggest thing is just restoring people's trust. You know, people had really come to wonder if they could believe anything that came from government. You know, today out in Ajax, the resounding message from people was, you know, Rod, you said you were going to do this. Doug said he was going to do this. What's amazing is that it actually happened. Um, And I think that is... that is a good sign. I think people need to trust that that government is going to do what it says it can do. That doesn't mean sometimes it doesn't have to make tough decisions. I think that's that's the biggest deficit. If we have confidence in each other and in a government, then there's not much we can't do.
0: Well, and also uh, Doug did mention, you know, shaking the cap and trade monkey off our backs. Now, uh, some may want to dispute or beg to differ, but it's going to be uh, easier for businesses, as we understand it. But he went out west and talked to Scott Moe, and Jason Kenney is primed, I think, to win the election in the spring. Uh, It may get challenged at the court level. Are you guys braced for the uh, inevitability, the clash with uh, the Federals, I guess, come 2019?
1: Well, you know, we're bringing forward a made Ontario climate plan, and what I don't understand is why the federal government is still so insistent on taxing, you know, Ontario families, taxing the people. You You know, this is a situation where we now have six provinces, Uh, that have all basically abandoned the the federal approach. Um, You see Premier Ford uh, going out west. You know, we we have Manitoba uh, last week and the Premier there coming around and saying, you know, a carbon tax isn't the way to do this. And and this this is about making things more affordable, but this is also about a carbon tax not being the right way to address this problem. Listen, Ontario has cut emissions more than any other province without a carbon tax. Um, It's had its costs, things like getting rid of the coal plants, the renewables, uh, but Ontario is actually in a great place to hit the Paris 2020 target, something that, frankly, um, the federal minister can't say about the country. So I just wish they would listen. I know that Premier Ford is dedicated to using whatever it takes to fight against the carbon tax, and I don't see why the federal government doesn't just come to the table and, uh, you know, start a conversation about how we reduce greenhouse gases, not how we tax people.
0: So, Rod, can you tell us what this made in Ontario plan would look like?
1: You know, we've talked in the platform about, uh, and we're, we're right now consulting with Ontarians, consulting with uh, with obviously experts and people, including you know people in Manitoba who've done some impressive work, people people out west, um, including Saskatchewan and Alberta. But you know, we've talked in the campaign about things like an emission reduction fund. We talked about focusing on polluters. Um, you know, we've talked about how do we take money that we're going to apply to this and make sure it leverages private uh, private money as well. You know, what we're not going to do. Um, is punish families. You know, the, the reduction in the cap-and-trade or the elimination of cap-and-trade needs $260 back in people's pockets uh, every year. Um, we aren't going to achieve the objective that we need to achieve by, uh, by taxing Ontarians. We're going to use these other strategies that, quite frankly, most of the rest of the provinces are using as well as they reject a the carbon tax. And, uh, listen, Ontario is going to do its share. Um, But we have to balance that healthy environment that's so important, including reducing emissions, with a healthy economy where people can have jobs and the kind of opportunity they want to have.
0: Fair enough. We'll uh, wait to see how this one plays out, obviously. uh, It may be a conflict with the federal vision of things, but... uh Oh, I appreciate your weighing in on that matter, as well as uh, celebrating a day where Ajax Downs will still see quarter horse racing in slots uh, into the foreseeable future, at least until 2026, as I understand it.
1: 2026, and then there's two extensions for another total of another 12 years. So I think, uh, you know, I am very confident that we're going to see quarter horse racing at the Downs, you know, for another generation. And I think I think that's great. It's, a, it's a, an important part of our agricultural heritage and uh, an important part of a really dynamic great town of Ajax.
0: Fair enough. You're the MPP for Ajax. We should stress that again, and uh, as well as the Minister of the Environment, Conservation, and Parks. Thanks so much for your time, Rod.
1: Thank you, John. Take care. And you.
0: Rod Phillips, there he goes uh, at the soiree, I guess, that uh, Doug Ford and uh, company are celebrating the first 100 days in office.